Good morning, Thrive Church. Woohoo! Okay, let me get this thing turned on. While I'm getting this thing turned on, y'all stand up just for a second. Stand up. Man, wasn't, wasn't worship just awesome this morning? Yes, come on, give it up. And if you ever had the question of what is the anointing, anybody ever had that question, what is the anointing? This morning, what you've seen happening up here, that was the anointing. Amen? Amen. That was the worship team in anoint, being uh, working in the anointing. That was Pastor Nathan working in the anointing. Man, it has been flowing this morning. Even before... At 7.15 this morning when the worship team was gathered up here in the front, man, it was, just, it was just flowing. Something has been different about this morning's service. And I hope that y'all just get into that flow and just flow with the Holy Spirit. Amen. So this morning I know that uh, he's the way maker. He's the miracle worker. Uh, that's just who he is. But I want you to, we're going to, I want you to shake your hands, shake everything. It's just a sign that you're going to shake everything off that you came in with this morning. All your, your, uh, your religion that you came in with this morning, all your tradition that you came in this morning, we just want to shake all that off. And then I want to pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, God, this morning, God, Lord, as we shake everything off of us, God, Lord, that there would be no distractions. God, Lord, that your people would have clarity of thought. God, Lord, that your anointing would just continue to rest in this place. God, Lord, anoint the, the ears, the hearts, and the minds this morning. God, Lord, that they would hear what you're speaking to us this morning. And God, Lord, that it would not be my words, but God, Lord, that it would be your words from the throne room of heaven. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. All right. Okay, so we've been in a series, Who is the Holy Spirit? And we've had several different titles, Who is the Holy Spirit? Is he a person? We've tried to answer these questions. Is he a person? Is he charismatic? Is he Pentecostal? Does he baptize? And this morning we got another non-controversial title to our message, which is, does he speak in tongues? Does he speak in tongues? Now, there's different types of tongues when the Bible's talking about tongues. You know, this thing right here, I'm going to fight with this thing this morning. Uh, when the Bible talks about tongues, there's, there's actually two different types of tongues. There is the gift of tongues. But also, and Pastor Morris uh, calls it a grace of tongues, or it's a prayer language. But there is a distinct difference between these two types of tongues. And we'll go over the first one, the gift of tongues. The gift of tongues is one of the gifts that the Holy Spirit works in. And it's a gift of tongues is a message from God for the edifying of the church, as long as an interpretation of the tongues is given. Now, I, I grew up 
Pentecostal, you know, in a, in a not the Pentecostal church or UPC church, but in a uh, spirit-believing, uh, speaking in tongues type church, charismatic church. That's where I grew up. So my bend is that way. So I'm kind of bent that way, but I'm not going to let my opinions get in the way of what God wants to do and what he wants to say this morning, or I'm going to try not to. We're going to try to line everything up with what the word of God says. And if you have an issue with what the Bible says, that's between you and God, because I didn't write it. God wrote it. <clears throat> so the gift of tongues is a message from God for the edifying of the church, as long as there's an interpretation of the tongue is given. We'll give you an, even an example. I do believe that all mothers, all moms, have the gift of interpretation of tongues. <laughs> and that all 18-month-old, or one-year-old, 18-month-old to three-year-old children have the gift of tongues. Because when my children were small, and even my grandson, who's just turned two, He'll be talking, and it's just gibberish. It's just, and I'm like, when my kids were little, I'd be like, uh, uh, what'd he say, Pam? What'd he say? And she'd be like, oh, well, he said this. He wants this right here. I'm like, how do you know that? She's like, I just know that. I'm like, okay. So, I mean, there would be times that he would be talking to me, or my children, my small children would be talking to me when they was little, right at the beginning of cell phones, so it's about 20 years ago. And you had that big old bag phone, and you pick that up, and I'd have to call her. Uh, hey, hold on a second. Say it again. Uh, okay, what'd he say? What'd he say? What's he need? But my daughter-in-law, my, with, my, with Jack, my grandson, he's the same way. He'll just jibber and jabber, and I wish I had some, some uh, video of it, and I'd let you listen to it. It's the cutest thing ever, but... I had to look at his mama and go, what did he say? I have no idea what he says. Other than when he says JoJo, that's what he calls me, JoJo. JoJo. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so it's directed to me. What did he say? Olivia, what did he say? So uh, that's just a, a funny example. But an interpretation is not always, it's not a translation. So sometimes you'll have a, a long message in tongues and a short interpretation. It's just uh, conveying what the idea is. And then sometimes it's a short message in tongues and a long interpretation, which sometimes it takes many words to get an idea across. But that's a message from God. And then there's also prayer language is the Spirit speaking to God for the building up of yourself. This is a prayer language. It is the Spirit speaking to God for the building up of yourself. And the second one, the prayer language, is the one that we want to talk about today. Does he speak in tongues? 1 Corinthians, and we're going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 a lot today. So if you want to go there. Uh, another thing, I want to say welcome to our online people who are watching either through Facebook or uh, online.
through the internet. We want to say welcome and let God do something special for you today. Amen. So 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2 says, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. So if you're speaking in tongues, who are you talking to? You're, you're not speaking to men, but you're speaking to who? You're speaking to God. So it's, it's God. Let's just get this right up front. <clears throat> We're going to feel some tension, but you know what? If you feel tension, that's the devil, the enemy of your soul that is not wanting you to hear this because this is good for you. And we're going to cover this throughout. And everything that we say today, we're going to back up with Scripture. So uh, we're going to push through that tension. We're going to push right on through it, through that resistance right there. So it's, for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. So I'm a very... Uh, analytical person. I like to, hence my kind of my teaching style, not really my preaching style. Although I may do some preaching here in a little while. But for right now, we're going to do some teaching, and I'm very analytical. So I like to know, you know, I really kind of like to know what I'm talking, you know, what I'm, what I'm talking about when I'm talking about a certain subject. So first of all, let's, let's line, let's set some, some, uh, some definitions. So let's define tongues. Everybody says speaking in tongues. Okay, well, let's define what tongues is. Tongues is language used for communication. Tongues is language used for communication. So the question is, does God speak in tongues? Answer, yes. Well, Joey, how can you say that? He's the creator of everything. He made everything. He, uh, he gave all the languages. You know, God created all languages and speaks and understands every language on earth and in heaven. In Genesis 11... 7 through 9, it says, come, let us go down. So it's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, or God the Holy Ghost, uh, are in heaven, men's on the earth. They're building a tower trying to reach God. And uh, God says, hey, we need to go down there. Because there ain't nothing they, that, that if they put their mind to it, they can do. So we're going to, let's go down there. So he says, come, let us go down there and confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there, uh, scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore, his name is called Babel, where we get the word Babel because they got to where they, they just 
they couldn't understand one another. It just sounded like babbling idiots, babbling fools of one another. Okay? Uh, because there the Lord confused the language of, of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. And then in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1, now this is the Apostle Paul pinning this under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, which is God. God is his name. Holy Spirit is his function. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or clanging symbol and uh just so you know i i am one of those ones who speak in tongues and i'm not ashamed of it shouldn't be ashamed of it if you speak in tongues you shouldn't be ashamed of it. it's nothing nothing that you should hide but sometimes when i'm praying in my prayer language in a private setting. Uh, this morning during worship, I was standing right over, and if you was to come get really close to me and uh, during worship on most Sundays, you would hear me in my prayer language at times. And then other times you would hear me with understanding, knowing exactly what I'm saying. And then you may hear me again in my prayer language. And I'm just building myself, building myself up. And we'll just talk about that in a little bit. But sometimes it sounds like that I've heard a dialect. I don't have no idea what I'm saying when I'm speaking in my prayer language, but sometimes it sounds like a dialect that I've heard, whether it's, whether it's uh, Spanish or it's German or it's Russian or it's, uh, you know, all different types of language. Sometimes it sounds like Native American. Like, like a, a Native American language, really broken and choppy. It's just, I'm just being real with you, letting you know where I'm at. And, and in the beginning, it was uh, difficult, not difficult, but it, in the beginning, it didn't flow as easy as it does now. Because now, at this present time, Right here, I could speak in tongues, just like that. But it does no good for me to speak in a tongue right now because you have no understanding of what I would be saying. So there's a place for it, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. So point number one, why tongues? Why tongues? And this is why. So that we, you know, this is our statement, why tongues? 1 Corinthians 14 and 4 says, Who who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. So edifies yourself means building up yourself you're building up yourself you're 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 encouraging yourself 
uh, although it's not you are encouraging yourself. You're speaking in your prayer language, and God, which is the Holy Spirit, is speaking through you to God for you. Does that make sense? That's a lot better than you just gave acknowledgement of. That's God speaking through you to God because three persons God for you. Hmm? So, who doesn't need to be built up here? Who's been through some stuff over the last three or four years? Huh? Come on. So, so some of you ain't been through some stuff? Any, anybody heard of COVID? Anybody heard of COVID-19? Where they, they shut our country down for just a brief period of time? Who, who experienced some financial difficulties because of that who 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 experienced some some uh, <coughs> uh some relational difficulties because of that because either you couldn't go see the people that you loved or you couldn't stand to be around the person that you love for that long a time huh so i mean I had COVID last, I, I, I don't know, I might have COVID, you know, a couple years ago. I don't even, don't think so, but I had COVID last week. That's why I wasn't here last Sunday. But uh, I had it last week, and it was, uh, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. I wouldn't want to go through that again. <clears throat> but, you know, it's a real deal. I really kind of thought, well, maybe this ain't, you know, all this, but yeah, it, it's, it's a real deal. But, uh, but who doesn't need to be built up? Who, who hasn't been through some stuff? We've all been through some stuff. How many of you feel like that for the last couple years that it's just been a constant attack on you? Whether it's spiritual, relational, financial, physical, we've all been through some stuff all the time. And so you need to be built up. You, you need to be built up. How many of you been torn down this week? Huh? I'm talking about like torn down. Not like tore up. Not like, not like crunk. <laughs> but like, you know, how many of the, the enemies come against you this week and it just seemed like it's a constant attack? Y'all didn't know I knew that word, did you? Them young. <laughs> they look at me, they're like, he just said crunk. <laughs> Joe just said crunk. I know what it is. I had to look it up as a. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't even know what that means, but crunk. How about let's get crunk for Jesus, y'all? Come on. Yes. <laughs> it's all right to laugh. <laughs> so let God 
the Holy Spirit builds you up because he knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly what you need. Even when you don't know what you need, and you may be thinking, I need this. I, I, I need you to do this, God. And he's really thinking, no, you really need this. And so if you'll let God speak through you to God on your behalf, he'll do what you really need instead of what you think you need. Amen. <clears throat> Jude 1 and 20, we're going to kind of be, we're, I mean, we're all over. But we're going to come back to 1 Corinthians 14 in just a minute. And we're going to camp out there for a while. Jude 1 and 20 says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. But you. Everybody say, but me. Beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues, praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm going to use all those words. All those things that's going to make you feel uncomfortable, we're going to use. Because uh, when Moses was on the backside of the desert, y'all remember this story? He was on the backside of the desert, and him and God had a meeting. And he started making all these excuses. Huh? He was making excuses. He's like, you know, I'm, an, I'm, I'm not a good, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a good communicator. Uh, God, they know me. They know me back there. They know who I really am. Like God did not know who he really was. God knew who he really was. I'm going to say that again. God knows who you really are. Not in the way that you think he knows who you are. But he knows the thoughts and intents he has for you. He knows the calling. He knows the, the, the mission that he has set before you that he wants you to walk in. He knows that you. That you. And so he knew Moses. Moses was like making all these excuses. And God said, and, and they was probably there when they was, when uh, if we was there, Christian, if we'd have been there, and uh, God and Moses was talking, well, we wouldn't understand what, what Moses was talking about, what he was saying, because he'd have been speaking in tongues. It's a different language than I understand. But he'd have been talking to God. But we might have understood what God was saying, because it may not really make a difference what language God speaks in. When, when he speaks to you, you have understanding. Because he speaks to, he speaks to your heart. And so, and, and God, him, and, and Moses and God, we could have seen Moses, you know, making all these, I don't know, I wasn't there. But he might have been making these gestures like, no, I, I can't do it. They know who I am. Uh, they know what I've done. Uh, I, I can't even talk good. And God says, I know you can, but I can through you because I am the I am. Amen? Amen. So, uh,
building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Point number two is tongues really for me today? The answer is, it's on the screen, yes. Yes. Is tongues really for me to ask yourself that question? Just take just a second and say, is tongues really for me today? And then answer, yes. Because it is for you today. And we're going to talk about we're going to talk about this. First Corinthians fourteen and five. But even before I go here, Pastor Nathan talked about does he baptize? And he last week, even before the apostles or the disciples were chosen, John the Baptist baptized. Jesus, and he was talking about Jesus, and he said, there's one coming after me whose sandals I'm not even worthy to loosen. He's the one that's going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. That's what he said. That's for, because some people say, well, that was for the disciples. That was for the first generation church. It's not for us today. But even before the disciples were chosen, even before the church was established, there was that. It says, he's the one who's going to baptize you. They say it this way. He's going to baptize me in the Holy Spirit. So, is it for you today? Yes. 1 Corinthians 14 and 5. Paul here again writing this under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Writing this under the inspiration of God. Says, I wish you all. Everybody say you all. Okay. Now let's let's do it. Let's do it. East Texas or Texas. Y'all. Everybody say. Y'all, I wish you all, I wish y'all, I wish y'all spoke with tongues. And I know from the leadership in the church, from Pastor Nathan to Pastor Cast to the leadership throughout the church, wishes y'all spoke in tongues. Come on. We wish you all spoke in tongues, but even more that you prophesize. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. And then in 1 Corinthians 14 and 18, Paul again says, I thank God I speak with tongues more than y'all. I thank God I speak with tongues more 
than you all. Is tongues really for me today? This week, as you're going through your week, and maybe you receive your prayer language this morning, maybe you received your prayer language during worship, maybe you're going to receive your prayer language at the end of the service today, but maybe you're going to receive it this week. Just know that it's God speaking through you to God for you. Romans 8 and 31 says, What shall we say then to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? And then 8 and 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God, or these are the children of God. So we've tried to give... Uh, Scripture on everybody understand why tongues, so that you can be built up, and then is tongues really for you today? Hopefully, we've answered that question of yes, it is for me today, because I need this because He's God and He knows what you need. The third one we're going to spend some time on: who's in control. It's not that you're going to be walking through the Walmart over here and you're going to walk by that little old intercom system that they have there. Do they still have it where you can get to the intercoms? Where you walk by that intercom and you just pick that thing up and you start speaking in tongues to the intercom. It's not, guys, it's just not going to happen that way. Or that you're going to be setting... Uh, in uh, Saltgrass, the steakhouse, or you're over at the boathouse on Lake Athens, or you're in uh, one of the restaurants here, the uh, Twisted Root Burger, or you know wherever they, we got a bunch of restaurants in Athens right now. Or you pull up through the drive-through at Sonic, and you just start speaking in tongues to whoever's there. It's not going to happen that way. You have control. That's like what I was saying a while ago, that I have control of when I speak in tongues and when I don't speak in tongues. That's what I was saying a while ago. I could speak in tongues now if I wanted to, but it would benefit none of you because you wouldn't have no idea what I said. And that's when Paul says, you know, uh, I would rather speak five words in a public setting with your understanding than to speak 10,000 words in a tongue that you don't understand. That's what Paul says. So you have control. It's not like that you just kind of, it, it just takes over and you don't have any control. It, it, it doesn't happen that way. It doesn't. It's like when I was up here during worship, I, sometimes I was speaking in tongues because I wanted to be, because of the message that we have this morning. You know, I needed to be confident in what God had told me 
to tell you. And so I speak in tongues, and it builds me up. It encourages me. It gives me faith. It increases my faith. 1 Corinthians 14, 14 and 15 says, For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will also pray with understanding. That sounds exactly like what I said a while ago when I'm about myself over here. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will also sing with understanding. Uh, I don't know if anybody has ever heard anybody sing in the Spirit. I have, and it's uh, all I can say is it's phenomenal. It's it's amazing, but it it can be done. Luke. 1019. <clears throat> so, because some of, some of you have, have had some teachings where you're like, uh, and, and maybe you have, maybe there's nobody here that's ever heard this teaching, but you think, well, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know about that, that Holy Spirit, you know, speaking in tongues thing, because I don't want to open myself up for an evil spirit. I don't, I don't want to, because it may be something evil happened during that during that time. We're going to talk about this just for a second. Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So this is Jesus. And he calls serpents and scorpions referring to Demons and evil spirits. And then in Luke 11, 11 through 13, here he goes. He says, if a, if a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, Will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So, if you are like, you know, God, I want everything that you have for me, and if, 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 if speaking in tongues is, is what you have for me, then I receive it. And I'm going to tell you now, every believer has the ability to pray in a prayer language. If you ask God for your prayer language to baptize you in the Spirit, He's not going to give you an evil spirit or a demon. You know, He's not going to be like you, like God, you know, Give me the spirit, everything that you have for me. Give it, give it all to me. I surrender it all. Give me, I want what you have. I surrender my will to you, my voice, my tongue, my mind. I surrender it all. 
I want everything that you have for me. Fill me up. He's not going to be, okay, I'm going to fill you up with a demon. He's going to be like, you won't watch this. It's not happening. He's not that kind of father. If you want to be baptized in the Spirit, He wants to baptize you. And you need to be baptized in the Spirit because you need to be built up, especially with all the junk that we deal with, y'all. Man, we're running out of time. 1 Corinthians 14 and 39. There are some churches where tongues are forbidden to be spoken in a church. And if, if you're from one of those, I'm sorry. I'm not meaning to hurt your feelings right here. But 1439 says, Therefore, brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy and do not forbid to speak with tongues. That's what the Bible says, y'all. Just don't forbid to speak in tongues. Come on, worship team. Romans 8 and 26 through 27 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray far as we ought to. But the Spirit himself makes intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. What he's saying there is that when you don't really know what you really should even be praying for. That God the Holy Spirit will pray for you. That he is there to go back to what we said in the beginning. That it's God speaking through you to God for you. And it's, it's, really, it's, really, it's really easy. Although, in the beginning, when I was filled 20 years ago, it was, a, a, it was not as easy, and it didn't flow like it, like it flows now. But it was really choppy. And it didn't like come. I didn't like have a whole uh, paragraph that just came to me with all these different syllables that came together. But it was just one or two syllables. And so we're going to pray that you receive this morning. But if it doesn't happen this morning, maybe it happens this week. When you're at home and you're in the 21 days of prayer, and maybe after you read the devotional, you put on some worship music and you just, in your prayer closet, 
in your prayer in your room where you pray that you just yield your will to his will and you surrender your tongue and your and your voice to him and maybe it's just one or two syllables and if you will just take that step of faith believing that what he started in you he's going to finish and you take that first step and he takes the second and the third and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth and the seventh and the eighth and the ninth and and the more that you do it the easier it will become and the more that you'll recognize what's happening in your life and sometimes I don't know who this is for but sometimes when I'm sometimes I don't feel like speaking in tongues but I know that I should because maybe there's something the enemy's attacking me and something in my life and maybe I don't even really know that it's the enemy attacking me but God knows and he's but I know that I should be speaking in tongues that I should be praying in my prayer language and so I will almost force myself to begin and maybe it's 30 seconds maybe it's a minute and then something inside me just breaks and it just flows and sometimes I'll be in that prayer closet sometimes you'll see me if you see me up here not that I want you to be paying attention to me while I'm up here but sometimes you'll see me and I'll be taking a and I don't even know what I'm saying but in my spirit I feel like I'm taking authority over something that's trying to attack me in my life or maybe it's for somebody in here and so this morning if you would close your eyes put your hands out in front of you in a receiving So, God, we just worship you, God, Lord, and we come before you. God, Lord, receiving hearts. God, Lord, that you would speak to your people. God, Lord, that they would receive everything that you have for them this day, this hour. God, Lord, if it's if it's not today, if it's tomorrow, if it's sometime this week, God. Lord, that you just give them their prayer language. God, Lord, that they would yield their tongues and their hearts, their voices. Lord, that they would yield their will to your will. God, Lord, that they would believe. Increase their faith in the name of Jesus we pray amen and an amen come on thrive y'all stand up